Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, good morning or afternoon or evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Today is October 27, Wednesday, Um, and so we're about halfway through the the week here and almost done with October. It's kind of hard to believe that we're getting close to November, and this is kind of my favorite time of the year. I um, like uh, raking and blowing my leaves. Not a lot of people do that, but it's kind of fun to go out and do. Um, I like it when it's a little bit chillier, so this is kind of a fun time of year for me, so I'm excited about the end of October, but... um, Anyways, so Keith, oftentimes on Wednesdays, we'll ask our guests to just tell us a little bit more about um, their connection here at Victory Point. You mentioned that you've been here for about 15 years, but what I mean, what first brought you guys here? Or what keeps you here? What are some ways that you're involved? Here? Sure. Um, when we first started going here, it started out, uh, we were good friends with Kelly and Pam Tenbrink. Uh, they no longer attend here, but they were also friends with Jeff and Phyllis Potter, who had a small group. Okay. Um, Kelly and Pam invited Susan and I, my wife, to a, uh, they had a comedian here, Christian comedian one night. Oh, okay. And so we went out for dinner with them and then we came here and then we met, you know, we had met Jeff and Phyllis before, mm-hmm. but we met them again. And um, it was just so interesting how quick they were willing. Hey, you guys got to check out our youth group, our, our, our small group. Okay. Um, it's, you know, comprised of all families of about this age with varying ages yeah. and kids. And I just thought that was really cool for them to just reach out because most of the churches I had gone to before was more along the lines of, oh, who's that? Hi, my name. And then they kind of just go on and yeah. do their thing. Um, so we started in that small group, um, you know, and the boys were, you know, probably about five or six. Okay. And then my daughter was born shortly after when we had been going here. Um, the boys started doing helping out in after they hit fifth grade they were helping with the you know the kids you know nursery stuff like that um and that's when i was approached for our security team um and i decided well you know this is a gift that i think i have and Uh uh, for a reason i think i should you know so then i got to know bob bursma and jimmy rotman um and we just you know kind of formed this group that just you know kind of keeps an eye on things um you know and i just felt like that's one of my strong suits and one of my, my callings. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I enjoyed doing that. And then also I've done a bit of the construction work around here, you know, okay. the, the, the riser along the, the front of the stage oh, with okay. all the wood and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So I've been able to pitch in and use my uh, God given ability for carpentry and okay. do some of the stuff, you know, in the lobby and all that stuff. So it was just, yeah. you know, I feel like our, you know, our median age here, um, yeah. no offense to any old people, but we're, <laughs> we're all kind of in that same, you know, genre with our kids yeah. and, and it just, it feels comfortable. It feels like this is where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can relate a lot better than, you know, some of the, you know, much younger kids, sure. you know, newlyweds and, yeah. and then the older ones, which I love gleaning information off the, the yeah. old, older members, but you know, it just feels like we're right in that niche. Okay. It just feels it's, it's you know, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, um, with you, you touched on an important thing to fully commit to a church, to, you know, a local church body, you have to really feel, find where your gifts can be used. Um, and so, and that took, you know, Jackie and I for a while, when we've been here for about five years and, 
um, it took me a little bit to figure out kind of how I could best serve here. And so um, this podcast is one of the ways that do it because that's, um, you know, again, I feel like how I'm gifted. Um, so that's, I'm encouraged to hear that you're doing that as well. You're using the gifts God's given you to help the body of Christ here, here at Victory Point. So yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. Um, today, we're going to look at Deuteronomy. Um, so going almost to the beginning of the New Testament, I mean, Old Testament, um, not all the way to the beginning, but we're going to look at Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. And this is probably one of the more famous or familiar, I guess, sounding passages from the Old Testament. Um, and so here we go. Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. These are the commands, decrees, and laws of the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live. By keeping all this dec his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, O Israel, and be careful to obey so that it may go well with you and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your fathers, promised you. Verse 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, uh, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So Keith, as, as we read this, what kind of jumped out to you? What are you hearing in this passage? Um, you know, I started in with the, the passage of, you know, love, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like as a man, I tend to fall short of that because okay. you put a lot of stock in yourself. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got to do this. I have to provide for the family. I have to get this work done. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that I need to get better at is actually <clears throat> having a little more faith. I know that there, I don't know where in the Bible, but there's a spot in the Bible that says, do not be afraid. Do not worry. Yeah. Worry is sin. And, and I've, I've often, I've told my wife, I said, if worry is sin, I sin a lot Yeah, because I have a lot of, I wouldn't want to call it burdens, but a lot yeah. of things out there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just to listen to that, he's just reminding you that, you know, to love him with all your heart and soul and to put your faith in him Yeah, back to the, again, like what was in the previous passage of, you know, he says what he, he's going to do what he says. Yeah. So that's kind of where I was headed with it and, and where it kind of spoke to me. It's like, I need to do a better job with that. I mean, I was listening to a podcast today. I focus on a family and it was talking about making, I'm trying to think of how, how it was worded, but make your boys men, God fearing men oh, sure. yeah. and going and leading by example. Um, because and I think he called it like, uh, I think he said hollow men or dark men. They see like, oh, you got to work hard. You got to do this. But then you're, and I feel like for me, I fall short on it. I've got to lead by example with, you know, praying more in front of them sure. and, and you know, I know that I've done a very good job of teaching my boys values and good work ethic. Yeah. Those two things I've, I feel like I've done a really good job at, but you know, I need to bring up the rear, so to speak. Yeah. And you know, they see how I treat their mother and their daughter and their sister, yeah. you know, how that's good. But I also got, I got to bring in more of the, the biblical part of, sure. you know, being, you know, love God and pray more in front of them and stuff. And my mother-in-law, 
all the time at holidays. Mm. And I finally, I've got it to her. I said, if you want me to pray, then you need to give me more than, Hey, will you pray? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I need yeah. to, I need a little bit of time to think about it so I can, yeah. so I can come together with some semblance of, of what I want to say. Yeah. Um, and she always tells me, you pray so nice. I don't mm. know why you don't want to pray so much more. And I'm like, well, I, I do. Okay. But yeah. I, you know, as long as I got some prompting. So, um, and my kids see that, but that's like special occasion. I need to do it more um, yeah. often. Yeah. Um, my wife's really good at, at taking the reins on that, and, yeah. you know, and she's, you know, encouraging me, pulling me along. So um, that's what I took from it. Okay. Just the fact that, you know, to, to still back to the less in, in me and mm -hmm. more in him. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you pointed out that aspect because it, yeah, it, it does go back to what we talked about yesterday. And I think I'm very much the same way that I feel like, you know, it's my job to provide. I mean, my, my wife has a full-time job as well. So we're both doing that, but just, you know, I have to be the strong one. I have to be the one that sets the, you know, like you said, work ethic and, and the values. Um, and it is much easier for me to defer the spiritual stuff to Jackie. She's much better at doing that. Um, it's funny how wives are that way. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and I also don't like to pray at, at family gatherings, but, um, I, you know, if I have a heads up, I, I can do it. But, um, uh, yeah. And, but I think that, you know, what the second part that you talked about, um, was really kind of one of the key takeaways from this passage about how we need to set that example for our kids. Um, you know, the, the famous verse, sorry, verse four, hero is the Lord, our God, the Lord is one, love the Lord your God. That's called the Shema. Um, it's kind of the foundational, um, confession of the Jewish faith. Um, that, you know, there's one God, we have to love them, their heart, our soul, our strength, um, and these commands should be upon our hearts. And then it goes into saying how you need to impress them on your children. Talk about it when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up, wear them as symbols, um, write them on the door frames of your houses. So again, it's, it's saying that it's our job, um, not just as dads, um, but as parents, to um, make sure that we're modeling for our kids, what it means to be a follower of Jesus, which is very hard to do. Yeah. I, when we were seeing the boys up at tech, you know, my daughter, she's a pretty quiet girl and, and I need to get more involved with her on a few things, but with the boys, it's, they're more of a, the discussions are different. Yeah. And we were telling them about a family member or somebody we know that's, you know, not, not doing well or something. And one of my sons says, I'll put it on my list. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, my prayer list. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I don't know if I did it or if my wife did yeah. it or it's just them, but Hey, we're on the right track. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. But it was, it was really interesting just to, you know, to hear him go right to that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it, it just makes your, makes you warm your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my oldest son drew, um, and his girlfriend were on the podcast with me back in April or May. Um, so, so it was so cool to just have those conversations and oh, yeah. him, um, kind of this, his faith is now his, it's not just because mom and dad say so. Yeah. You're not um, making him go to church. Anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, he that's... chose to, and, and so, um, that's really cool. But I think, um, well, it, it's interesting, um, because you mentioned this, um, but oftentimes when, um, the guests share their testimony on Tuesday, uh, a phrase I often hear is I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up a Christian home. You mentioned that as well. Um, and you know, that, you know, sometimes people kind of, um, dismiss that like, okay, my story is not that great. I grew up in a Christian home. I was always a Christian. It's I not just, that exciting. It's not that exciting, yeah. right? It wasn't like I was a drug addict or whatever. Um, 
But I think it's just a, a testimony to what um, God has called you know, your parents, my parents, the parents to do to set that example. It was interesting. I, um, when I was growing up, my parents had a little plaque on our wall um, with Joshua 24, verse 15. It says that the verse, choose today whom you will serve as for me and my house will serve the Lord. Um, and it was just always up there. And uh, one of the first times I went down to visit Jackie at her house, they had the exact same plaque. I mean, the same design, everything. So she grew up with that that verse prominently displayed in her house. I did. We both grew up in Christian homes. And so, you know, we just figured we have to get that for our house. And True. so we have that, not the same design, you know, that was from like the 1970s or whatever. But um, but I think that's something that is, it is, is a struggle for me. Um, you know, we were um, in church on Sunday. Matt, Matt had us every turn and talk to somebody and say, you know, who can, how can I be praying for you? Um, and, you know, my daughter was there and that was just, it felt a little awkward, you know you know, what can I be praying for you? What can you pray for me? And I mean, we did it because we listened to Matt, but, um, but that's, that shouldn't feel awkward. I shouldn't um, feel that way. Um, you know, it's something that just probably needs to be a bigger part of um, our conversation at home too. So anyways, um, well, anything else that jumped out at you that you took away from this? No, I just had a thought and I lost it. Okay. <clears throat> oh, the part uh, Matt was talking about the, he actually put it up on the screen. It was, um, if you, if you pray, you will have coincidences. Yeah. If you don't there, they won't be. Yeah. Um, I was just, when you were saying that, uh, you, your, your house and then Jackie's house oh. both had the same thing. What, what a coincidence or yeah. what, or was it? You're right. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. It was, you know, it was meant to be. Yeah. Um, that's what I just mm-hmm. kind of popped in my head. I'm like, you know, it was just, it was just meant to be. Yeah. 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 So, um, well, cool. Thank you for sharing uh, with us. And I think that's a, a good place to wrap up. Um, so I just want to close this out with kind of what that Shema is. Um, you know, again, it's a part of the Jewish faith, but it also has some, you know, takeaways for us too. So um, here, oh, Victory Point podcast listeners, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul and all your strength. May uh, may the commands of God be on your heart today and every day as you go about um, this life. So thanks, have a great day, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.